You are now watching Rhythm and Muse Podcast with your host, singer-songwriter Monique Wilson. This show is all about displaying the talents of up-and-coming music artists, local and worldwide, giving them a chance to talk about their new projects, their music journey, and so much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Rhythm and Muse Podcast. There we go. Y'all can tell me why that intro was not hard. Anyways, hey everyone, you're back with episode three of Muse, uh, Rhythm and Muse with your, yours truly, Monique Wilson. Um, first of all, I just want to thank everyone for being here and tuning in, even though it has been a really stressful week for all of us. But you know, we made it to the end of the week. You get what I'm saying? Um, if you haven't watched the two episodes before, you need to go check that out now. I'm watching you. If you didn't, I know who you are. But today, or tonight actually, if I should say, we have another indie artist from Baltimore. He is amazing. His music is good. His vibe is amazing and stuff like that. Everyone, please give it up for real AF. Woo! How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is an honor to be here. I love doing podcasts. I love doing interviews and podcasts. So this so, is awesome. Good. Is this your first time doing a podcast or you've done this before? Uh, this is my second time doing a podcast, and then I've hosted some shows like GFM. Uh, that's like a more Zoom call filled with people and artists okay. that come in, and they just share their music, share their art, share their creativity, and I've hosted that a few times. So, yeah. Okay. You pop it for real. All right, well, let's get into it. So, what does your name mean? What does your name mean? So Real AF is Real Andre Fanning. That's my real name. And then I have 
real as fuck. So it's like a double entendre. So um, I I just kind of use a rap generator, honestly. <laughs> and it came out with that. And I was like, you know, like it's better than Drizzy, which was like the, the original rap name. And that yeah. was like so overpopulated and filled with other artists. So, you know, I wanted something else, something different, something unique. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, so when it comes down to your music, who has inspired you? Because everyone has an inspiration. Who has inspired you to do your music? Um, in terms of other artists or just anybody? Just in general, friends, family, it could be other artists. Um, so the first person I would mention is my band teacher, LaRon Land. Um he was supposed to be tuning into this, uh, but he's driving right now. Uh, oh, okay. But well, we're going to save him the spot. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice <laughs> guy. Um, and he's he he taught me a lot. I went to Glenelg Country School, a private school, and I went there to play basketball. And I was also in band. And I really didn't, you know, cherish band as much as I really wanted to until I got there my junior and senior year of high school. And so whenever I got there and I was playing the violin in their orchestra there, Okay, he just, so he showed me a lot of different things. Okay, so I guess he's like your main inspiration for everything that you do now and stuff like that as well. Um, to a certain degree, yeah. Like he 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 helped me out and he showed me the the path to like making music outside of just classical and orchestral and like music, you know. And he kind of showed yeah. me all of my dolls and work like that, stuff like that. So now I kind of like utilize all the tools that he gave me. And in terms of like musical inspiration, I took from, I started out with like Sam Cooke growing up. That was like the first artist I can remember uh, hearing growing up. And then, you know, that soul and R&B, we lived in a Christian household. um, And so, you know, they played a lot of soul gospel music type of deal. Um, And then I kind of got into the, I lived in Oklahoma. So I listened to some country music. I listened to some alternative music. I listened to some rap music, you know, and my brothers put me onto the rap music, my older brothers. Um, and that's <laughs> how I kind of got into this and, and trailed off a little bit later on. Okay. So what music genre are you mostly into now? I'm still into rap music a lot. I listen to a lot of rap music. One of my favorite artists is Drake uh, and Juice World, and, you know, some of those younger artists that are upcoming now um and mm-hmm. then for other genres that i really listen to a lot i listen to a lot of like alternative indie rock music so like cage the elephants uh and panic at the disco and paramore and i love panic know. at the disco yeah panic at so. the disco they they that drill so even though we're in like a worldwide pandemic right now and it's very, very, very stressful for all of us. But as an artist, how do you claim or how do you try to keep yourself relevant in the music world? It's a lot, you know, uh, it's a, there's a lot of things that you can you can do. And I've learned so much over the past year or so. Like I started recording music about a year ago, like seriously recording and going to a studio and then picking up my own mic and stuff like that. And from that point, I found out that, you know, you can utilize social media so much to your advantage um, from, you know, like YouTube ads and promotion and Instagram using that platform to kind of like get out there. And I've met so many different people through that. 
I met GFM where I went in there and hosted and I still go there pretty frequently. They're actually doing something at night. And, you know, I go in there and share my music and I've connected with other artists that way. I've gotten features that way. I've, you know, went and started working with a local business in the area actually to do a music festival and set up a music festival to have some local artists come in and perform some songs and um, also having some art, visual art aspects to it as well. So we'll have some painters, photographers, things like that. Oh, wow. You seem to be really doing it like in this pandemic you seem to be really like doing a lot out there okay so i seen i take it that you've been taking seriously after high school if i'm not mistaken yeah so i played the violin since i was in the the, the fourth grade and mm -hmm. i've always had a musical you know i guess ear to a certain degree and i always loved music and i didn't really start doing my own music until uh yeah probably around my senior year i did this little performance at my high school and i did from time by drake and janae aiko um, that's my song that's and my song. that was the first time that i like performed in front of a crowd and i was like oh i kind of like this um, <laughs> you know and then after that i got to college and i just started renting out like a little yeti mic from the library and recording on my phone and doing demos and then i met my oh, current wow. girlfriend and she was like, Aww. you know, you're really good at what you do, but like your sound is bad. Like you just don't sound that great. And she was just brutally honest. And so I went to a studio. She told me to go to a studio and that's how it all kind of came together. And I was like, yeah, she was right. You know, I got a lot better over, a, you know, a very short period of time just from going and learning from people that really do it. So. Wow. Well, we kind of need brutally honest people in our lives and stuff like that. So. It's really cool that you're playing the violin. Did you like the violin? Because I play the piano, but like, do you like the violin? Or would like you want to change it? I do like the nice. violin. <laughs> so nice. I think it's one of those <laughs> instruments, you know, it's like a, it's a mono, mono, monophonic instrument or whatever. So you only have like, you don't really play too many chords. And once yeah. you learn the notes on, you know, your fingerboard, and it's really just about finger memorization. It's a really fun instrument to play. Um, it's a tad bit harder than a lot of other instruments because there's no frets or keys or anything like that you can put your fingers down on. But once you get the hang of it, it's fun. I, I enjoyed oh, it. Honestly, I can only imagine. So I'm like all over the place. But um, in what college do you go to? I'm sorry for. I don't go to college anymore, sadly. Okay. Um, okay. But, you know, I, I like to. So I went to George Mason University for a year. And nice. then after that, I took a gap year and I started doing some work uh, at the mall. And then after that, I kind of just, my parents were like, all right, like, see you, you know, bye. Uh, and they went to <laughs> Dallas. Um, and so after that, I just started working and, and doing, you know, work out here. And I just try and keep my head up and I live in my own apartment out here with my girlfriend and we enjoy our time so yes oh my gosh I love that I love that that's like amazing um off question how long have y'all been together for I'm at, I'm gonna know how a long y'all been together a year and a month two months now congratulations yeah. congratulations so dive into your album while we're here what made you name it that because that's like a real nice name what made you name it that it was while we're here was a title that I kind of sat back in. I had made the the first title track song and I was like, you know, like it's one of those things that we watch so many artists that are here right now. And like they may not be here the next day, regardless of whatever it may be. It may not be death. It may just be they fell off. 
or whatever the case is. And I, I kind of wanted to just leave a lasting impact with just a, a first project, you know, um, and, and title it something that makes you feel like while I'm here, you know, while I'm here listening to this project, it's going to be like a good time. It could be whatever, you know, whatever you want it to be. So I wanted it to be something that was sticking somebody's head. Um, and it was something that I just kind of came up with, like I said, after the first title track and just kind of referring back to my life, you know. Okay. Did anyone help you with the title or this is just like, you know, boom, while we're here, that's what I want to name it. Um, so I had a whole, I had a working list of titles. So I had, mm-hmm. I probably still had that list. I, this is probably deep in my notes, but it was probably about 10 different titles and some of them were from, uh, generators some of them were just like suggestions from like songs that i've already written and people have heard and demos and things like that and then it was me and isla my girlfriend we were just sitting here talking and we came up with another few of them and i, was, I sat back and i was like all right we had to vote on all of these names which one's going first which one's going second which one's going third and then we kind of came down to the last few and i was like you know it would be nice because that's like already a song why not just name it the you know yeah. The same as the as the album and and this song kind of describes the beginning and the ending it's like a full cycle of the album you know right so it was like a process of elimination type of thing going on yeah and it was like like i said it was kind of a it was a perfect way to describe the the, the way that the album turned I, I look in i looked in the you know great albums they have pace and flow you know and like nice. when you listen to a good album, sometimes it goes up and it goes down. It's like a book or a movie. You have a rising action, a climax, and a falling action, and the end beginning. So I kind of found that I was like, oh, like how do I want to establish myself in, in the first album that I ever do, um, in like a studio album? Okay. And that was kind of you know the set point was family life, things like that, and then it kind of just went went up the roller coaster. Kind of talked about everything down a roller coaster and came right back up uh to kind of like finish it all out and still kind of end on that same topic of like in my head and while we're here so would you say that this album is most likely about your life in a sense or people surrounded by your life yeah people surrounded by my life there's different inspirations for every single song like north carolina for example whenever i heard that beat in the hook from rob uh who produced the track i immediately turned to the tv show that i was watching which was the outer banks on netflix it's a very wild tv show and i immediately said oh north carolina he says it in a song let me like tie let me see if i could be a great lyricist and try and tie in some of this tv show with the song um and in my life as well you know what i kind of took from the tv show so that's like one of the inspirations just like different things that kind of all came together into one project and i kind of just sat back and, and looked and really tried to pick out songs you know and say like hey this is the best song that i have from this studio session this is the best one i have from this studio session how can i make this song fit more cohesively in terms of the project things like that okay nice so before we get into more questions we actually gonna listen to your song north carolina just in case no one else heard it i personally love this song so you guys tune in right now Why'd you do that? Helpless around you, she got me tied up. She got me tied up. The rock is 
circles round you, that's some shit that I'm tired of I've been watching pieces fall in place, you know I'm hoping they line up She left me in pieces trying to catch a wave, we ain't in North Carolina Tell yeah, she ride that way. She got the eyes of hurricanes. Hating off the outer bank. She living for the thrill. Okay, okay she's smart. Okay. She knows just what to say. I start to lose track of the days. I'm acting like I know the way. I'm hoping that it's just a phase. She loving my leaves, smoking the free as Louise. Blueberry all of my trees. We hop in the whip. We don't need a key. Step on the gas. I hope that I don't fall asleep. The water is up to my knees. It's getting too deep, but you know that I'm playing for keeps. She leaving it all up to me. I know that I'll get all the love, but it won't be for free. When will she see that I'm gonna be who I wanted to be? Driving like tigers, playing to a T. She hit up my phone when she's headed to see. I'm keeping it low, trying to make it a scene. She caught up inside and I'm stuck in between. She's smoking the dope and I'm sipping the lean. While chasing the green and it's like a routine. Run through the deep and the waves are serene. I'm hoping that I could just change up the scene. You know what I mean? I just love getting the money, but I gotta make that shit clean. She got the jokes, playing shit like she Joaquin. She only show love when it's over a screen. Her heart is so cold and it's like a machine. She left me in pieces, it's all in the jeans. Yeah. 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 Around you, that's some shit that I'm tired of. I've been watching pieces fall in place. You know, I'm hoping they line up. She left me in pieces trying to catch a wave. We ain't in North Carolina. Let bygones just be bygones. Can you catch the wave that I'm on? It's been crazy thinking lately how we've been upon a daily. Live like rock stars call me baby. Live like pop stars call me maybe. Ain't no telling what you may see. So don't test me and don't play me. Would be burning hella crazy. Got my vision going hazy. And these people acting shaky. Got a 30, that's for safety. Like I'm curry. Swap the Dell out for a mat in a hurry. Make them worry. Sip too much. Now my vision getting blurry. The circle just got a little tighter. She living the life of a ride. I'm feeling just like an outsider Feeling the pain through the wires Hot and I'm feeling the fire Guess that I'm just getting higher But don't get it twisted You know I'm a grinder You know that I'm standing beside you I know the rush you desire I just hope that I can find you I'm headed down south To hit you in North Carolina So please hit my phone When you get to the driver Life's got a timer I know that you might just be worried But there is no final decider No time for advice I know that it's hard to decipher But I'm on a mission Just like a MacGyver So roll me up one And then pass me a lighter All of these circles Just got me real tight up around you She got me tied up Around you, that's some shit that I'm tired of. I've been watching pieces fall in place. You know, I'm hoping they line up. She left me in pieces trying to catch a wave. We ain't in North Carolina. Helpless around you, she got me tied up. Around you, that's some shit that I'm tired of. I've been watching pieces fall in place. You know, I'm hoping they line up. She left me in pieces trying to catch a wave. We ain't in North Carolina.
I like it. Yes, that song was that song bums. I like that song. That song is is amazing. Is, I like uh, it. Is my mic a little bit better? Yes, your mic is good. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, you got a question from Ernest Harris. He asked you who did the singing on the track. Mac Ten did the singing on the track. Mac that Ten was the person uh who did it. No, it wasn't me actually. Um, I, I I don't do too much singing myself. I do a little bit here and there, but Mac Ten did that, and we actually Rob Silver, the dude who shot the music video for it. Um, he was one who got Mac Ten on a on a hook, and it was one of them songs that was just sitting in everybody's catalog and nobody used it. And I found it, and I said, Rob, like, can I get that? Uh, you know, that and was he was good. like, yeah. So. You could fool me. I thought that was you singing. I was like, okay, all right, all right. But I loved it. The song was amazing. The people seemed to love it as well. Javoy Phillips said the song was songing. That means that the song was really good, by the way. Um, so going back to your album, what are your top three songs on the album that you like? Sorry. Um, my top three songs is gotta be, let me see here. Um I'm gonna go with I'm a, I always say different songs every time and it's not it's not intentional. Um in my head is one of my favorite ones and that's featuring JL music. And that was one of them songs that I just found on YouTube and I was like, oh like I need this. And then I had one of my buddies who does a lot of production add in a whole bunch of orchestral instruments in the background, uh, from like double saxes and you know, violins, all of that. And then another song, second favorite song would probably be, I'd have to say North Carolina just because of the video. And it was so much fun just working on that song for Rob and really working on like rhyme schemes and patterns and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And then the third one, it's gotta be, it's gotta be between Jamla and Drown. And I'm gonna probably say Drown just because Isla is on that song and she doesn't do any music at all but i kind of forced her into the studio and it's like do something for me and she was like okay and so she sang over the back of the hook and she sang over the the end of my verse to kind of give it like a female dub um so it was nice it sounded like a little halsey track you know featuring that's, that's amazing i love that your girlfriend was on the track it was a lot so According to your second song with the, a lot of instruments that you named, do you prefer live music more or do you just prefer music that's on like the different software apps? I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, I think there's some about, I, I enjoy live music more. There's some about being in a room with an actual guitar that's like amped out and it gives you the chills whenever you're at an actual concert or, you know, when you play an actual instrument and you go up there to perform and the, the stage goes dark, you know, and you don't see anybody else out there. They can only see you. It's like a, a one-way mirror to a certain degree. It's just, there's something about being in that, that space and having it like that is, you know, different than working in a doll. And I like working in dolls, but, you know, it's something that a live instrument has that no other instrument, you know, can compare to. I dig that. And I actually agree with that. I love that. So when you go to concerts, I don't know if you go to concerts or not, but if you did, what's your favorite part of the concert? Oh, um, I've been to a few concerts and I've done my, I've done a couple of my own, one in person and one in Zoom. Um, and I think the best part of a concert, at least for me, was is the transitions. Um, I saw Juice World live on his second tour 
um wow. his first and his second tour but the second tour was amazing because it was obviously the last one but it was so well staged and put together in terms of you know sets and you know screens and when when it was getting too hot in there he would he did an intro or interlude excuse me you know and he pulled it through in the middle and it was demons with brent Fias. uh and that was just like beautiful because it was like soothing and everybody just chilled out for like one second you know and then we were <laughs> right back to it so it was it was fun and just like feeling the waves of you know a concert and everybody kind of gets the same energy in a room you know that's the i think that's the coolest part of a concert it is I want to be like you and go to a concert like that. So how did you manage to do a Zoom concert? How did, how did that come about? Um, so this was uh, one of my first ever times doing like a Zoom event. And it was just after COVID. And it was for a New Year's Eve event. I said just after COVID. It was quite a few months down the road, not months. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was... Uh, an event hosted by Nostalgia Records, which is a cool record uh, label out here, starting record label out here in Baltimore. Um, nice. And they asked me to come in and do a set like that. And it was interesting because I didn't have a mic back then. I didn't have the computer and stuff, all, you know, all of that um, to do all of this extra work to make it sound great. So I just had to play the song in the background and then just rap you know, and just give my best performance. And, you know, like I watched a Travis Scott documentary at one point and he performed in front of like 10 people and he still gave it his, you know, his all, no matter how many people in the room watching you, sometimes, you you know, not even sometimes, all the time, give it your full, give it your best energy. So that's kind of how I just took it, you know, no matter what, what the situation is, if somebody's asking me to do some perform, whatever the case is, just go out there and give it your all. But did you get good feedback on the Zoom performance? Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I hope they enjoyed it. I had a lot of people in there, uh, you know, from my friends and stuff like that. And it was nice to just meet other artists for one. And there was another person that, you know, it's funny how life works. You kind of reel back and circle back. Kid was at the first concert that I ever performed at in person. Didn't yeah. speak to him ever again. And then a year down, two years down the road, next thing I know, here he is back in the same you know, concert with me, just kind of like a crazy reconnect type of thing. So it was, I hope everybody had a good time. I think, I think most people did. So I hope they did too. I bet they did. Cause your energy, I really do like your energy. Your energy is amazing from what it can, from, from what I can see. So when you perform live, what do you like most about performing live? And is it kind of better than being virtual? Um, Being live. I like performing live because I kind of grew up in that environment of, you know, just people watching, I guess. I wouldn't say like I haven't like famous or nothing, but like, you know, like I played basketball and we had coaches scouting and stuff like that. So it's kind of like you feel the energy in the room, put it like that. And you can always kind of like gauge people's energy versus it's kind of hard on Zoom. You know, people had their cameras off, some people just not in their head or not even paying attention. Yeah. They're not even at the camera, whatever the case is. And if you all in one room, and everybody is quiet, then you know kind of like how it is. If the song isn't meant to be quiet and everybody kind of quiet and you're just looking around and nobody really moving with you, you can kind of like feel how much you need to like pick it up. And then if you're already at that level of like everybody's on, you know, up and down with you, how can you keep that energy up? You know, it's yeah. I feel like it's a little bit easier 
um, to just like interact with people face to face than it is, you know, on Zoom because nobody's screaming at you. You can't hear people being like, yo, this is hype. You're like, bro, this is hype too, you know? So, yes. All right. I get it. And that's very, very, very true. So, before the pandemic, what were your top, let's do top three favorite venues that you have performed at? I did one. I've only done two performances outside of. So I did one in, in person, my one venue in person. And that was in somebody's, it was at somebody's house. It was just at somebody's house. And there was maybe 25, maybe 30 people there. And it was downstairs in a basement and it was packed. It was, it was a decent, a decent sized room, you know, uh, when people came in from the outside, it started feeling a little bit more like tight. Um, and then that was one of the venues. And then, of course, I love performing in my own apartment. Some about, uh, <laughs> I do enjoy Zoom. Like, it's not that bad. And I enjoy being here and kind of just being in my own space with all my pets and stuff like that. So yeah. I haven't performed too many other places. I hope I get to. Um, maybe I'll do some at this next festival that I'm hosting over here at the, at the local store. Okay. Well, what is your dream performance? Your dream performance. Ooh, there we go. Dream performance. If I could perform anywhere, <laughs> I'd probably say uh, MSG, Madison Square Garden. Uh, I always wanted to play there for basketball. I always wanted to, you know, just do something in there. I've never been to MSG, so I would love to go to Madison Square Garden in New York. And then Staples Center in Los Angeles. Uh, I've never been to Los Angeles either. So... Well, I've been to New York. I just haven't been to MSG, and I've never been to Los Angeles. So that would be that would be amazing. And then probably anywhere overseas. I don't know too many venues overseas, but um, if I had to do a local one, I would probably say the Nine Thirty Club uh, in DC. Oh, the Nine I never heard of that. It's okay, a very okay. small venue out there, and it's just like a. It's an interesting little place to be in. And it's like, if I could get a first venue booking, 930 Club, if you ever get to watch this, I'm asking now. Uh, I would love to perform <laughs> there. So. Y'all heard him. 930 Club, he wants you. Y'all got y'all to got, get him because he really dope. So for your second song off the album that I really like is Cali Smoking. And I think everyone should hear that song too. So before we move on to the next set of questions, we're going to listen to that song right now as well. Mm-hmm. There's a real thin line like a whole crook Pay attention to the signs, never overlook Had to teach a whole nine with a textbook All my niggas let the grind like they Westbrook And we smoke Kelly Pine, got my bread up in the line Yeah, the money's on my mind, started passing all the diamonds It's a jungle out here while I'm tracking through the vines And I'm always getting mine when I'm moving through the grime Got some jet lag, baby, but I'll travel through the time And I'm sipping on the red like I'm sipping on some wine And I'm bashing all the demons that'll have me in a bind Cake and gelato, damn it, got me feeling fine And I'm chasing off the devil, having speeded through the signs Kelly Pine, got money on my mind Passing dimes, I'm really passing dimes. Through the grind, I'm cutting through the vines. 
time. Cali Pine, got money on my mind. Passing dimes, I'm really passing dimes. Through the grind, I'm cutting through the vines. Feeling fine, I'm balling over time. Yeah, yeah. Fall so hard, like I'm living out in Paris. Gotta bounce, cause my last name just like Karis Had to buy it now, cause that shit was looking bearish Hold on to this shit, cause it's something you should cherish In my mind, I'm catching all the signs Over time, I'm always in my prime And I got the Cali leaves every time you hit my line And I'm smoking Cali trees and it got me feeling fine Cali pine, got money on my mind I'm really passing dimes Through the grind I'm cutting through the vines Feeling fine I'm balling over time Cali Pine Got money on my mind Passing dimes I'm really passing dimes Through the grind I'm cutting through the vines Feeling fine I'm balling over time Yes, Kelly smoking. Yes, all that. Thank I'm, I'm you, just, I'm you. just give snaps. We love snaps. <laughs> so for the intro, I, I believe that was a sample. How did like the producer come up with the sample? Did you come up with the sample? Did you find it from YouTube? Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Eternal. He's the one who found the the sample. And honestly. He don't even know where he got the sample. I asked him actually, because I was sitting there looking shocked whenever I heard it. And he gave me like five free beats out of his thing. And it was from a movie. That's all he knows. He said it was from a random movie. He was like, damn, this is hard. And he had heard the choir and was just yeah. like, I'm, 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 I'm getting that. And so he found it and then he just sampled that. And that was how that song came about. And you know, he gave me, like I said, he gave me that beat a, a while after he had made it because I had just started going to the studio um, with him. And it was, uh, like I said, it was a great experience with him. He got me in there and he taught me so much in such a short period of time. So so basically it was like, I don't know where I got this beat from, but I think you'll sound great with it. And we're going to record it and we're going to see how it goes. Is, is that yeah. what Yeah. So what he did was <laughs> he took it, he heard the, he heard the sample of it. He, you know, he pitched it up a little bit, tossed the drums over at his own drum kit and his own drum loops that he made and stuff like that. And that was just how that sound. You know, like Kanye does it all the time. I love when Kanye does it. Uh, you know, like Famous has a has a great one uh, with Nina is it Nina Simone. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and so that's like a great, perfect example of you know, kind of like what happened with that. So do you do you listen? Wow, excuse me. Do you listen to a lot of old artists like Nina Simone? Um, I think you mentioned Sam Cooke and stuff. Or do you listen to today artists like Kanye West? Um, and uh, I think it was Drake you mentioned and stuff like that. Like, or is it like a mixture of both? It's like a mixture of both. So like, how I describe everything is like uh, I'm. I'm African and African American and, and, and Korean. So my mm. grandparents, they met 
in the United States, but it was well after my granddad had been in the military and, you know, he, he just enjoyed his soul Motown. You know, that was a big thing on Cyrus XM whenever I was a kid and we were sitting there in the van and I would hear Cyrus XM on the radio and it would be the R&B soul, you know, station. And I was hearing the Supremes, Diana Ross and SOS band and everybody like that. And then I got a little bit older and I started listening once my parents got to the point where they couldn't control the music that I was listening to. (laughs) (laughs) I started listening to everything and I was like, oh, I really like rap music too. And then I was like, oh, and you know, I just got a little bit more in touch with my, with my history and myself. And I was like, oh, there's so many connections. They all kind of like come back and revolve back to the same place. So, you know, it's, it's all a, a big circle, big cycle. Everybody kind of knows each other. And, and I think that's a cool part about music. You know, everybody yeah. really gets to know and learn and take notes from every other artist and build and use that as a, as a resource, really, you know? Yeah, it is. So um, in your, in your family, is it like, oh, like, is it always surrounded by music or other things as well? Um, it was pretty much sports growing up. And then mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, like I said, it was religion, very mm-hmm. heavy religion. And then on my dad's side, we had a whole bunch of people that played in music. So like his uncles played in a, a band and my grandmother played the piano and oh, my mother wow. played a little bit of the piano. And, you know, it's just like little things here and there that all were kind of like inspirations and my brother he he used to be a rapper so that was like a big thing that my parents were like no 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 no. you're not doing what he's doing because he's a bad influence on you whatever the case is and (laughs) I I just would hear him in his room playing the loudest music ever it was bumping it was cranking and I was like oh this is cool and then he showed me his first song ever and I was like this is a really good song I don't know why Gucci Mane don't sign you or something you know like Gucci Mane was his like inspiration so um you know and I just kind of like took 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 notes here and there as I grew up uh, from all the people around me. Nice. So you mentioned about Kanye on multiple occasions throughout this interview. So I take it that Kanye has had like a really big, like, I guess one of the arts that had a, like a really big impact on you from what I can see. Um, I wouldn't say a huge impact. Like, uh, like, like I said, I, I really enjoy Drake. Drake is one of my top artists of, all time like i put it like this there's not too many people that are just that diverse in terms of rapping and singing and doing it so well put together and then juice world would be a second michael jackson is a third and i don't care what anybody say about michael jackson because that's that's (laughs) my dog uh (laughs) um but in terms of kanye like I, i enjoy kanye's catalog just because it was so different in terms of like production and sound and sonics like you get so much in terms of samples and and new age drums that he used that Kid Cudi would use and everybody down the line just got started slowly copying and mimicking to a certain degree and it all kind of like came together and everybody says like oh 808s and Heartbreakers album for me it was the life of Pablo, it aged well with me. And I really liked that mm-hmm. album. And I was in high school and it really hit me hard at that time. So I was like, oh, I really like this album. And I still listen to it to this day. But in terms of the Kanye, like I haven't really done too much with his his style or, you know, his type of production. I did a, I have an unreleased song that's kind of like his style and, and swagger, but you know, yeah. 
Kanye's a, he's still a big influence though, I would say so. To a certain, mm-hmm. you know. He, he does he's about to say to a certain degree, to, yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, like he he's got his he's got his own issues outside of the, yeah. the music <laughs> thing, and like it's so hard to just sit back and listen to him sometimes. But you know, like if I'm just looking at what he put out on the on the on the on the table with the music, that's all that's all I'm gonna talk about in terms of his his other side. His other side, he's got a character to say the very least. And, you know, like sometimes it's hard to control somebody like that. And, you know, it's his beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. You know, it's his own mind. It's his own, like what he writes in his songs is obviously how he lives. So. He, he's got a lot of things to fix, but we're going to say that for another time. So you said that your favorite album from Kanye is The Life of Pablo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did that album get you through high school? Um, It went along with uh a few different albums goodbye and good riddance and 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 there was another album that i really enjoyed uh at the same time it was if you're reading this is too late which came out 2015 the life of pablo came out 2016 and that's a good album um and and those two albums really sat like i sat back i heard it on the radio everywhere i couldn't go nowhere without hearing know yourself and you know i was already a big drake fan at that point that was like the first rap artist that i ever listened to and like stuck with all the way up until even now um and kanye was one of them people that i had always heard as a kid you know and it was something about that album that from like waves and wolves and there's just so many songs on there that can bring at least even if you're not even listening to the words sometimes i don't even listen to the words i just listen to his production and like it, it gives like a cinematic feel it gives you something to like cry about or think about or yell about like you want to yell in a dark room with, with a pillow whenever it's a rough day you can do that with a kanye song on so it's like that was kind of how i felt about it and so you know i would listen to it every day on the bus whenever i go to school and I would listen, same thing for, you know, if it's reading, if you're reading this is too late, I love Jungle off of that album. Uh, you know, so many different, so many different songs. Yeah. Jungle, that song, that, that will always have a yeah. special place in my heart. Jungle yeah. will always have a special place in my heart. So as an artist, what is one thing that you struggle to deal with? Oh. Um... I think more recently, as I've gotten more involved with being an artist, I would just say, like, I have a social battery and I work, I used to work two jobs and I I just quit at the beginning of this year in like February, my job at the mall. And, you know, like working with so many different people, like I would work at nine to five and then I would get off and then I would try and record and talk to people on the phone because we're all separated. You know, and I just like I, I get tired. You know, I I am like a extroverted person to a certain degree, but I'm also still like, if I could stay in my house all the time, I would stay in a house all the time. And that's kind of like the biggest, you know, like I, I'm not the most out there person. I think that's gonna be like a challenge for me to get around and and finding so many different people because it has been a challenge. Like even though I try and do it at the best that you know the best that I can is it's still awkward for me to like reach out to certain people. I sit back with my ADHD and mistype a message 30 times yeah. before I'm really ready to even just think about sending it, you know? So I think that'll probably be a big hump. And then I, you know, I typically, uh, I typically struggle, you know, writer's block is always a big thing and, you know, it's easy to overcome to a certain degree because it, it just takes time and, and really going through life. Um, 
and 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 you just sometimes you just need new subjects to talk about and sometimes you just got to go through some stuff uh to just feel it you know because like sometimes you just don't you don't get that sensation the the same way you do at other times with writer's block uh or even just with writing and so um i think the way that i've over tried to overcome that is just learning uh even more music theory and learning chords and learning things like that because i like i said i'm not the chord person you know i played singular notes on a staff every every day not like uh like here's a here's an e minor chord da, 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 and i'm like struggling to pick out every single note because i'm not even remembering all of the sharps and flats and songs and stuff like that so i think That's i've just true. tried to learn more music theory so that way i can be more creative on melodies and be more creative and you know harmonies and things like that to make a good a great hook that y'all like like north carolina you know what i mean uh, and yes. Mac, shout out to Mac 10 who, who did that again. Yes. He deserves that. That's very true. Well, coming from a person who's studying music theory and stuff like that, I, I, t- I totally get what you're saying with the majors and the minor chords and stuff like that. It can get really hard sometimes and stuff. So I, listen, I got you. I understand. So how do you deal with writer's block? What other ways do you try to pull yourself out of it, especially when it comes to writing a big album like this? Um, so how I've typically done stuff, like I said, is, you know, I try and learn, um, and then outside of just, you know, taking the time to go through YouTube videos and sit through all of the things that everybody typically doesn't sit through. Uh, and, you know, I'll watch like a hour long mix session from Chris Long or Chris Lord, excuse me. Um, and that's just like a, a natural thing for me to do. Um, and he's a great mixer, Carrie Underwood, stuff like that. And I'll sit back and be like, how can I make this song better without me even having to write to it? Because I think about the processes of mixing and mastering uh, whenever I write songs now. And another way is, like I said, just taking some time back and, and, and going through life a little bit. Because like life is, uh, you know, it, it has so many stories to tell. Um, and there's like a never ending process of like life until obviously you reach an end, everybody has an end. But like when you're in it, it feels, you know, like you're just going day by day by day and things happen throughout your days and time. And some days you recognize it, other days you don't. And somehow, you know, whenever you hear a beat that you just really love, sometimes that's really all it takes. And you hear the beat that you love and you went through a couple of things over the past few days and you're like, I, I want to talk about this. Now mm-hmm. I just got to formulate it um and put it together into a song so um yeah i think life is a is a is a good thing to like utilize and just like go through uh to like write because sometimes it is difficult when you get stuck on the same subject you know you get like it's hard to get out of the same subject area it's hard to get into the am i doing a different flow than i typically do you know (laughs) so um yeah, it's just it's 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 all a it's all a big process, and it's a lot to think about in my brain. And I, I have like a million things that go through my brain, uh, and I try and like put it all together to make something happen. Yes. So, as far as that, you know, so homicide that came out sometime this year, I believe. We gonna listen to that too, but um, we will talk about that after we hear this song as well. <laughs> We're gonna hear it as well. We're gonna hear it as well. If it's not cute, then we're just gonna talk about it and they can catch it on your Instagram or whatever the case may be. So, 
And so that, yeah, so that comes up. Um, I guess it's not queued up or whatever the case may be. What is the meaning behind the song Homicide in the name itself? Um, so I wrote that uh song shortly after. Um it was one of them songs that I just had I had a day um and and I sat back to myself and I thought about all the people uh who aren't here you know what I mean and people like I, I had just heard some interesting news family news things like that and I'm like oh lord if I if I lose another person in the near future like, mm. you know um and so I, I wrote the song and I, I had sat back and homicide it just <laughs> it's something about like you know, death, it really does just catch you by surprise. I don't like to be the person that just like spooks people for death. You know, like everybody got to go through it at some point. But, yeah. you know, like it is one of them things that it, 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 you know, nobody ever knows. Um, and and the, growing up is, like I said, in the church and stuff like that. Like, you know, they would always kind of, they would give you their, their spew on different things. Like uh, there was a, a scripture that I remember as a kid that, they said that uh, Jesus Christ would come through like a thief in the night or something like that uh, mm-hmm. to for Armageddon or something. And, and, and he would save the world from all of the bad people. And so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> at that point, <laughs> save the world from all the bad people means somebody going to die. And so it's coming at you like a thief in the night. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. which catches you by surprise. And, you know, so, and shout out to Pop Smoke. Uh, that's another one, you know that was literally a homicide it was like, oh, damn uh and it was sad to see pop smoke go too so. yeah a lot of people was affected by pop smoke and his death a lot yeah. of people was i know i was i know i was so do you think homicide was more like a personal song that you like thought about putting out or you was like this gotta be put out there because this is how i'm feeling um it was a very personal <laughs> song um and i had so i had originally did the song and i didn't really uh no i didn't want to i didn't i didn't have the words to finish it you know what i mean i kind of listened to it i was like ah like i really like the song as it is and i don't think i should cut the beat short so like who can i get on it <clears throat> so i got a kid named burst push uh he's one of my good friends from high school um and he actually had Laron land too as a teacher he lives in kansas now um mm. and i had him get on a song um and it was one of them things that i sent to one of our old high school friends and he sat back and was like this is a great song you gotta do something with this and I was like all right we'll like you know we'll see um yeah and and like you know like I try and be (laughs) I try and be a little conscious of like things that I say and put out you know um but that was one of them songs that like I had enough people that were like oh this sounds like the little the 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 little peep juice world feature that we never got so I was like ah cool like I guess that's like a compliment because you know it's one of my favorite artists so I was like let me let me just go ahead and do it for the people that that enjoy it and I've always been self-conscious about putting my music out but you know okay well we got the song of now thank you to my team and stuff like that so we're gonna listen to homicide right now you guys Mm-hmm. 
Now I got some bitches who put me on a endless They turn the story back around Yeah, they wanna take me down, down, down Down the side, down the side Yeah, just when you die, then they fly to the highlights Do or die, do or die She caught me by surprise like a homicide Down the side, down the side Yeah, just when you die, then they fly to the highlights. Do or die, do or die. She caught me by surprise like a homicide. I like to think with family and my friends. I'll be the first to admit that this shit hurt now and then. Shout out to all my dead homies. Not everybody gets a ticket to make it this far. I remember waking up to text. Taking it to school like she wasn't there I'm just surprised I didn't see it coming And if I ran it back, she'd have thought it funny I just hope that they miss me when I'm gone The way that I miss them I just hope that they listen to my songs The way that I wrote them Down inside, down inside Yeah, just when you die, then they fly to the highlights Do or die, do or die She caught me by surprise like a homicide Down inside, down inside Yeah, just when you die, then they fly to the highlights Do or die, do or die She caught me by surprise like a homicide There we go. I'm unmuted. I think you got unmute yourself too. There we go. There we go. I really do like that song. Thank Kudos you. Kudos to you. I love that. I love that. Um, so just a just a little personal questions or whatever about your artistry and stuff like that as well. When you create music, what is your personal purpose or gain? Uh my personal purpose or gain with music. Uh I I literally just enjoy music so much. <laughs> I don't I think that's like an understatement. Um my mom, she this is this would be like a perfect example to to describe. My mom used to tell me that I, like she would tell me to be quiet because you know like I'd be in a shower and she'd be like you're chanting. Like chanting is the only word I can use to describe like <laughs> how much you sing music because I would literally try and memorize every single lyric, every single word, every single melody. That that type of thing. 
Um, and I get just like a huge satisfaction out of just like making the music itself. And then on top of that, the, the purpose or goal would be, um, you know, just to uh, reach people and hopefully they feel something, you know, like yes. that's one of those things that like uh, I, I remember when Isla had told me, she was like, you ever listen to a song and get the chills? That's like what you should try to aspire to do every time. And I'm like, yeah, that's like okay. the perfect way of describing it, you know? And so like, I want to give people something to feel whenever they listen to a, to a song and something that entertains them and something that, you know, can keep their attention span for two, three, four minutes and, and make sure that they, uh, whatever they're going through, they, they can relate to it and whatever they may be feeling at the time they can, uh, it can help them get over it, whatever the case is, you know? Okay. Get through it, so. Yeah. So do you see that your girlfriend, well, I see that your girlfriend is a really big inspiration to your music life, your personal life, all of that. So how much has she inspired you when it came down to doing music? Um, A lot, you know, like I, like I said, I met her a while, a little bit ago, and it was one of, one of those things that like she came in and she was supportive. You know, I've had girlfriends in the past that were just like, oh, rapper, SoundCloud rapper. Uh. And so, you know, she she was just different, you know? She didn't really have none of that attitude or, like, issue issues that, like, other girls had brought to me in the past. And so, like, this one is, this, this girlfriend that I have, she's different because she really does help me focus and aspire to be what I want to be. You know what I mean? She doesn't ever tell me that I can't do anything um and that's like one of those things that uh I feel like I had somebody kind of doing that my entire life it was like don't do this don't do that don't do this don't do that and to just have someone be like keep doing what you're doing like if you love doing it keep doing what you're doing it, it you know it keeps me going every single day like seriously if I get down and tired like she's one of them people that's like it's okay like you'll you'll figure it out so you know Right. So how do you deal with people who tend to be negative in your life? Because we all have that. Um, how I tend. So I <laughs> I do a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them type of people that, you know, if, if I'm not really feeling someone and I'm not feeling the, the negative energy, I'm one of those people that'll just drop you like a hot cake. I hate to be that person, but you know, like if you've given me some negative energy and you know, I'm typically everlasting chances are in my book. Uh, Cause you know, everybody makes mistakes in life, but <clears throat> if you coming around with that fake energy, that fake, that fake vibe, like I can't do it with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I, I'll know. Cause I didn't have people, you know, do it to me. I had a, you know, I had family members do it my entire life and I wasn't even, I was just watching in the background. You know what I mean? I kind of just learned tendencies that people have to a certain degree. And I just wanted to I wanted to hone in myself, at least like if I'm going to have people around me, you know, give everybody the, the benefit of the doubt and the best opportunity and they come with something else. And it's got to be really disrespectful. I really, try, you know, like I don't have any I really don't think I have any issues with too many people. Uh, and so, like, it's really got to be something out of the way for me to 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 do something about it and you know like i just breathe breathe and just laugh <laughs> you know, yeah not say some, nothing bad 
<laughs> right because some stuff is not not even worth it yeah. nowadays it's not even worth it yeah so right like what anyways <laughs> if you were to go back talking to you if you were to go back and see a younger self what advice would you give um what advice would i give to my younger self stay in school Everybody says that, but seriously, like stay in school, stay in college. I went back to my high school and said it to all the kids that were graduating the next year. And I still know kids that were like good friends of mine that still didn't stay in school. And I feel like oh just like they're an adult role model that just was like, oh, not school. So stay in school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay away from all the, the extraness. Like there's so many opportunities in life. And like if you're doing, you know, Things like uh, just say drugs and stuff like that. Kids stay away from drugs. That's what I would tell, tell my younger self. And um, just be happy no matter what, you know, like I've always kind of went about this life of, you know, there's something else afterwards. And then I kind of got older and I was like, I, I don't really know if there is. And so I was like, why not just be happy and live in the moment and do what you want to do when, while, you know, like while you're here, you know, so. Right. Uh, and just kind of like get in and, and have fun with your life because, you know, in my opinion, at least now my brain tells me that it's like, all right, like you get one opportunity and this is like you're having your paradise and you get to make what you want of it. Because, this is very true you know so yep yep we got one more question one more question for you and the question is what advice would you give to other people who's walking in your footsteps as an artist <laughs> as an artist oh that's a fun thing because i'm about to start doing a couple of little master classes so anybody that wants to learn how to mix anything like that i got somebody line. i got somebody uh, i got somebody and and I I like I learned it so short su such a short period ago, but once I learned it, it was like a just an easy process. Um, and then so learn how to mix, kids. It'll save your life. You can you know like I don't advise people ripping beats off of YouTube. Pay for your beats. But if you do have your own mic and your own laptop, and you don't know how to mix, you're gonna sound rough. So learn how to mix. Take your time. Like patience is a virtue in my mind. Uh, like I still, you know, like I've only been at this for a year, but like I don't see myself giving up on it and because like I've been doing something like I've been making music for a really long time. You know what I mean? So just be patient because a lot of these things, you know, I'm 21 now and 19 mm -hmm. or 18. I still in my mind, you know what I mean? Like, I was like oh, like. I'm one or done, like Lil Mosey, 17, 16, so-and-so, 15, 14, <laughs> you know, like I'm 21 and, you know, 21 Savage didn't even pop out till he was 26. So it's like, you know, wow. like some people are up there in age before they really, you know, make that mainstream, whatever people are really aspiring to be. So it's like, just take your time. Like you got to find and, and, and connect with people. That's the last thing I would say. The last thing I would say is connect and find people to work with because there are so many people, so many talented creators and artists in this world, yourself included. You know, this is the form of art that what you do for people to listen to. It really is because some people listen to podcasts and go to bed and that's harsh for me. You know, like I don't get too many people listening to my music before they go to bed. So like, mm -hmm. you know, 
meet people, connect with people. That's how I got, you know, 10, 12 people coming to do a show on, you know, on the side of a street. So that way people can listen, you know, that's how, <laughs> that's how you meet people that do your cover art. That's how you meet people that mix your songs and help you with promotion and do all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So like, you just got to reach out, branch out, connect. And even if you're shy, it's okay. Most people aren't, aren't going to bite. You know what I mean? Like if they're in this and most people ain't going to bite you, they may have, you know, two-sidedness or whatever, but most people are trying to really help you. Um, and they want to see you succeed because everybody really most people in this this stuff that make music they know it's not about the money you know what i mean it's hard to make money in music it's like doing art any form of visual art is hard uh so like (laughs) (laughs) you know it's it's one of them things like take it for what it is and enjoy it and and connect with people and have fun that's main things i could tell you know kids that are going down my path Yes, dropping gems. You didn't drop a lot of gems tonight. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. Thank you for tuning in to Rhythm and Muse podcast with me, yours truly. Thank you, Real AF, for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. If you have not, look at his new album, stream it while we're here. Look at it and stream his new song, um, Homicide. You could catch this um, podcast if you have not. You know, I'm watching you. I'm watching who you guys are. You can stream, <laughs> you can stream it on <laughs> Charm City Direct TV. You can look at the audio. Audio on Rhythm and Muse podcast.com. Stay tuned for next Friday. I got another guest coming. But until then, I will see you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>